Hello and welcome to Comics Solving Problems. I'm Stephen Allen. And I'm Eric McElroy. Good day. Or day, is it? Evening. Evening. Night. First. Or is this the end of times? Um, it's very nice to have you all here. Um, and uh, we are going to solve the shit out of some problems today, as only comics can. Shittily. Yep, that's true. So far, you've not said a word wrong. They, they can't nope. get you for it. I may say a lot of things, but they're not wrong. Not yet. It uh, yes, won't be along funny. To our uh, comedy streaming show. Well, I'll take the word comedy out after Derek just said they won't be funny. <laughs> All right, we're at least streaming. We're getting it half right, uh, looking at the news and sorting out some problems. Yes, indeed. So thank you for joining us again. Uh, this is a brand new show, not live, except for at the point of recording, as far as we can tell. Yeah. Although I'm feeling pretty exhausted right now, so who knows? Um, and so you I make know it I'm feel late night, and I also don't have any natural yeah. light in the shed, so I could, this True. could be any time. This could yeah. be post-nuclear like, war. And you've got a child, a baby child, so that makes you exhausted. Baby that's, child? That's a, a baby child. Well, there's different types of child. There's the baby child, yeah. the toddler child. The, you know, get out of the house, we're done with you, child. Those kinds of different child. My oh, child, nice. we're at that stage with my lovely children. Yeah. So baby would would probably cover it. Baby child. Go a bit. Yeah, oh, okay. just say baby. Yeah. Uh, no, because, I mean, a teenager, teenagers can act like babies. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. Already I can see, because he's starting to get towards walking, which I believe then qualifies him as a toddler. And mm. he's starting to get that chewed. That kind of like, yeah, oh, yeah. oh, I don't want this. And you know, obviously he's learned that all from me. But at least I, you know, I can qualify my tantrums, my tantra. Whereas for hit, no, tantra is different. <laughs> the plural of tantrum can't be tantra. Surely could. Can it? Yeah, if you're doing it right. Okay, well, well, maybe more on that story later. I'll Google <laughs> for something and then I'll get thrown off my own uh, Wi-Fi. Yes, exactly. So um, thank you for watching. Subscribe to the channel. Like us if you can. And um, if you want to at some point, <laughs> you can donate to the show. Shouldn't laugh as I say that. You can contribute to our efforts and keep us going because we're still in lockdown because it's still happening, right? We're like that that soldier in the war that hasn't been told that it's over. <laughs> Certainly my diary looks like it's uh, still happening. Gigs aren't back, are they? Because no one's told no, me to come up no before. Gigs. No gigs. Hmm. Not anymore. Um, Right, so I guess we're cracking straight in. I'm first, aren't I? Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, go for it. So this is an oldie but a goodie. I mean, some people said to me, oh, what's the point of writing topical comedy? Because, you know, it just comes up and it goes away. But, you know, some things seem to never end, like Brexit. However, if you've been following it, apparently we're on the cusp of a deal with the last little problem with the Brexit deal, which was the Northern Ireland problem. Mm -hmm. Because they're in Ireland and they're northern Obviously, being northern is a disadvantage, as you well know. Um, but uh, but because they're part of the, you know, buddies agrees with me, don't you, buddy? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good contributions. Want to contribute? Okay. Uh, so I mean, now now that we don't have the comment section, this is actually quite useful. Yeah. Let him leave the room. <laughs> Smoothly done. No one could see that. 
uh, sliding back in. Beautiful. He'll be back in a moment. Um, apparently, the last wrinkle in Brexit is what to do with the problem of Northern Ireland. Is it Ireland? Is it Northern? Is it UK? Is it GB? All of these things are there. Well, they've come up with some sort of deal. I don't really understand because I'm not going to go there. But there's green lanes and red lanes. It's made apparently this process of having goods go back and forth between mainland GB and the rest of the United Kingdom, which is Northern Ireland. And um, Rishi Shunak is excited about this deal, and here he tells us why it's so wonderful. Northern Ireland is in the unbelievably special position, unique position in the entire world, European continent, in having privileged access, not just to the UK home market, which is enormous, fifth biggest in the world, but also the European Union single market. Nobody else has that. No one. Only you guys, only here. And that is the prize. I can tell you, when I go around the world and talk to businesses, they, that, you know, they know that. They're like, well, that's interesting. If you guys get this sorted, then we want to invest in Northern Ireland because nowhere else does that exist. That's like the world's most exciting economic zone. Motherfucker. So what you're saying is, is the <laughs> best deal you can have is having full access to the market of the United Kingdom and then unfettered access to all of the rest of the European Union. That is the economy that businesses around the world are talking about and excited about and see opportunity in. Mm, sounds good. Could we get that? That sounds... <sighs> Did someone, before he made that speech, say, hey, Rishi Sunak... Have you heard of the phrase gaslighting? There's some people that don't understand it. So if you could make a statement which lights a gas, like you're blowing smoke up someone's ass to rub in their face the thing that we had that you told us was bad and you took away from us, could you demonstrate that using the allegory of the Northern Ireland situation? And that's what he did. I mean, it sounds pretty good the way he describes it. I'd, I'd be I, interested in that. I just had. I just cut up my blue passport and had it in my salad because I can't get any tomatoes. And you're telling me in Northern Ireland they get to have the passports that they want and tomatoes. Maybe we How should find a way of rolling that deal out even further because I'd quite like that in parts of where I live. That wouldn't be possible, would it? Would that be possible to have some sort of deal? Well, not where... anymore. Hmm. It is annoying because he was a, a Brexit supporter, like a true one, not a pretend to be a Brexit supporter to get voted in or one of the other types. Yep. Mm. Look how happy he was. Chuffed. Do you not think he also, he also still doesn't sound like a prime minister? He sounds like someone on a business weekend away giving you a little speech before you go go-karting. That's because he's younger than both of us, Steve, and that is not right. Yeah. You should not have prime minister. That's why in America we've got it right. Joe Biden is 153 years old. Yeah. That's the age of a president. Feels pretty good. Also, he's 42. Oh, that shit. Was, it was a great video. I'm going to start it again and then pause it so we will hear a little sound. But my favorite thing about this video. Northern Ireland. You know how famously he said he was addicted to drinking Coke? <laughs> that is, that's not even just a backdrop. That's his rider. This is what he turns up with to every speech just in case he gets a little bit thirsty. Um, but there's actually not that many cans there. He is tiny. <laughs> like a borrower. 
I mean, I you know, know, he worked he worked in finance, so I guess he was a borrower. I don't really understand many sides <laughs> of that joke. Could be a joke, I'm not sure. Maybe it's a fine. lender. Most of the show isn't it. Anyway, it's I just saw that and I was like, you fuck you fuck fuck you. It is <laughs> it is all a bit much, isn't it? Um trying to go for the outrage audience because that seems to work on other media. So yeah, I'm outraged. Yeah, you've got to be right wing to be outraged and get popular with it. What? We're on the wrong side of it. The left the left mm. wing outrage just uh, you know it's not what it's not been working for us, has it? We've been trying it for a while. <laughs> <clears throat> no. Look, on, on this oh. story, I can do outrage for you on this story. Oh please, mate, please. It's not outrage. I suppose it's more it's more apathy because I just can't anymore. I, I know this isn't the story we're meant to be talking about. I can't. Because all of the headlines have Boris Johnson mentioned in them and Brexit. Oh God, it's like we're stuck in a time loop. And not one of those good time loops where you get to spend the day just killing aliens with Emily Blunt. That was a great day. Absolutely love that. Mm. That's a weekend away. Uh, but no, we're in those annoying time loops. This one, we seem to be trapped between 2016. This is back in the day when we had nonstop rows about the EU. And on that point, do you remember a time when you didn't have to care about this? Where you didn't hate people because of their opinion on continental trade? That if you mm. walked into a pub and had an opinion about deals with Luxembourg, you were the arsehole. But anyway. Uh, and then the end of the loop seems to be around 2019 when Boris Johnson promised to get Brexit done. A simple phrase. So simple that it is actually quite vague. Uh, but this shows you how much they thought we were idiots. They didn't trust us to understand those few words. They give us a visual metaphor. Do you remember the visual metaphor of Boris Johnson driving a bulldozer <laughs> through a polystyrene wall? The polystyrene wall had the word gridlock written on it. He drove through it and the bulldozer had get Brexit done written in its little tipper thing. I mean, it's a very nice visual metaphor. I mean, it would have been simpler just for him to have a car sticker that read, my other car is paid for by party donors. But this is what they went for. And actually, it turns out it was a good visual metaphor because the whole thing ended up like a car crash. So they were on the money on that one. But even in this situation, he then said that he had an oven-ready deal. And here's what bewilders me. We went somehow from oven-ready deal to no vegetables. It's adding insult to injury, isn't it? That somehow we were promised everything and now can't even get food. And I hope this deal improves that situation. Look, I know I've just linked Brexit and the food shortages and people online get very upset about this. Uh, is there a link between Brexit and food shortages? I did a search to try and find out. Um, is Brexit to blame for Britain's fruit and vegetable shortages? And then I realised it's from Euronews.com. Like, I'm not going to get away with that. People will just attack the sauce. Mm. Uh, not the tomato sauce. But um, so I tried to find something that was impartial. Even though Euronews actually said, uh, does it uh, blame Brexit? Contrary to some reaction on social media, Brexit has a minimal role to play in immediate shortage, according to experts. But I think the British people have had enough of experts. So we can move that to one side. To try and get something that's unbiased, I asked AI because I'm using Bing. I've been added to the like the beta testing thing of Bing. So my Google searches I do on Bing now. And I get to ask their AI. And AI said, yes, has Brexit <laughs> caused the UK food shortages? Yes, Brexit's blamed for it. Oh, surely AI isn't partial. But then I also asked AI to draw a picture of a picture that I entitled Consequences of Brexit. And it gave us this. So maybe maybe AI is a big bunch of lefties as well. Um, but they were in this situation then where some people think it's blamed on weather, some people think it's to do with Brexit, and it's both. 
the weather did impact the growing of foods in Spain and Morocco, places like that. But what you end up with is about a 20% reduction of the number of tomatoes. And that would be fine if we just had 20% fewer tomatoes. But that 20% hasn't been evenly distributed because of getting things from Europe. So we had pictures of what it looked like for us. We had our shelves. I mean, there are some tomatoes there. In fact, uh, out of all of the foods, tomatoes at least have got five bags of them or something. Uh, but then people on the continent were showing pictures of what theirs looked like. And it turns out that if there's slightly fewer um, of these tomatoes going around, the fact that you end up with a harder-to-get-to place due to trying to get things in lorries, ferry crossings being cancelled, and then trade deals means that we don't get the fruit and veg. And normally, I'd be okay with this. I've got a system to do substitutions. If I can't get carrots, I just get carrot cake. If I can't get uh, tomatoes, get a pizza. If you can't get apples, get cider. And this is why I was eventually sacked as my job as an Ocado delivery driver. But um, nevertheless, the solution that we were told was, don't if you can't get tomatoes, use a turnip instead. Mm. And this is Therese Coffee, Environment Secretary. She didn't yep. understand what it's like on the coalface. We're stand-up comedians. If people don't like what we do, they throw <laughs> rotten tomatoes. If people follow her advice, we're going to end up in A&E. Meanwhile, you can't get in A&E. So this is really just a bad thing all round. So anyway... Um, is it to do with Brexit? It's kind of mixed in, but we should expect that there would be problems. I don't know why people find it so difficult to understand that a trade agreement with the EU might affect our trade with the EU. Is that difficult to get my head around? Even the people who supported it used to know this, especially like the, the wider economic thing. Jacob Rees-Mogg actually said it could take 50 years to get benefits of Brexit. So if you say there's no benefit of Brexit yet... You'd be agreeing with Jacob Rees-Mogg, but for some reason, people have that mentality where they might have voted for it because they want to sort out the migrant issue. How's that going, by the way? But somehow, if you say, brilliant, you voted because you wanted to control the borders, it's had an economic downturn, people then go, no, it hasn't. Why can't you just accept that maybe this wasn't even your point? You didn't think it would be economically beneficial for a while, but you won't accept any kind of questioning. Nevertheless, we've ended up with a situation where it's finally got done. It wasn't Boris who did it. And fingers crossed this actually happens, not only because I'm sick of seeing headlines about Boris Johnson, I'm sick of seeing headlines about Brexit, but God damn, I want a tomato. <laughs> never thought I'd say that. Yep. I never thought you'd say that. Yeah. The beef tomato, so it's effectively meat. You did earlier refer to tomato as a vegetable, which is incorrect. True, yep, yeah, yeah. And botanically, it's a fruit, so, and so is a cucumber. Ruined everything from that point on. I couldn't hear anything else. Just Steve made a mistake, and it has to do with science. Only botanically. Botanically, yeah. But then, you know, anything no. that's got the seeds in it or on it, I get you that. It's a fruit. So technically, <laughs> you put some seeds, depends where you put the seeds, you could turn yourself into a fruit. What kind of seeds? Mm-hmm. Mm. Although there is something about, depending on how the kernel works, you might be a nut. Thirsty mm -hmm. <laughs> work. Yeah. <clears throat> there we go. Well, that was that was very good point. <laughs> no humor, just points. But it just is one of those, isn't it? Like everything about it is just points. Uh, it's just, it's just, we're done. I'm done. Well, we're done. But Northern Ireland's in a great situation because they, they can get access to Europe. 
and the UK. They're the only place in the world that could do that. If only there was another place that used to be able to do that yeah. until about five years ago. Seven. No. Five. Seven. Well, anyway. yeah, but 20, that, that's the other thing as well. Like 2016, the vote happened, and then we did great yeah. economically, and loads of Brexit supporters keep saying, oh, I think you found the UK grew. Yeah, when we were still in. But you get these people, you, you got me on with the rant again now, this economic <laughs> side of it, where you say, look, there is a bit of this actual evidence that there's been an economic impact of Brexit. And they mm. just go straight into the attacking the source, the kind of like, what, yeah. the um, OBS and the IMF and the IVF, what do they know about the price of eggs? I mean, the IVF would know something about the price of eggs. But they just attack the source rather than just, just accept. You didn't vote for prosperity. Something was more important for you. Yeah. Own it. Get them. Should we move to Northern Ireland? That's not a bad idea, actually. Because <laughs> that way you get access to Europe. Yeah. Mm. Best of both worlds. Um, well, seems like we're both miserable today. And the news has done that to us. But I think we might be having a better day than this gentleman um, who uh, we've got the headline here is a counselor appeared naked in the shower while, um, uh, oh, I don't know what the WFS Work from home. <laughs> <laughs> I also get caught with that one and, and WTF. That one catches me up. <laughs> I was like, so I knew what the story was. Like, what? I didn't read that. Um, he was doing a, a meeting in Romania and they were doing the kind of like, everybody sign in. And he went to sign in to say, I'm here. But the camera came on. I mean, I, I don't know if, they, if, if it had just been the sound, if his excuse would have been, it's raining outside. <laughs> so how he was going to get away with it in general. Um, Bless him. There is a video on the Daily Mail website, but all you need to see is this picture right here of the man in the shower <laughs> realizing what's happening. And um, basically, he struggled to get the camera off. He turns the camera off. Then he turns the camera back on, which is obviously, obviously he's struggling to manage the camera on his laptop. His hands are all wet. <laughs> you, see, you know what it's like when you try and use your phone with this, when your finger's wet? It's like, not trying to, you try to answer the screen's not working. Um, now you'll notice the headline, if, you go, if we go back to the headline that I should have read more closely, obviously before, um, but at least he gets a smile from the chairwoman. Mm -hmm. So this is Romania. So let's have a look now at, this is the third image, at the Romanian smile. Yes, <laughs> 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 you are naked in shower. I am amused. <laughs> I am so, so funny for me. In comparison to her, like the Mona Lisa is absolutely <laughs> losing a shit. I mean, we know Radu Isaac, who's a fantastic comedian who's come here from uh, Romania. I think if those were his audiences, <laughs> I can see why he's come to the UK. If that's someone guffawing with laughter in Romania, mm, you are funny. But not funny, haha. -ha. <laughs> I am laughing. I am pissing at myself. So, um, yeah, so we're having a better day. Well, he might have, maybe that was the sound. Mm. It wasn't the shower. I mean, why aren't you allowed to do that? If it's a work from home and you're signing into a meeting, <laughs> I'm actually in favour of let people be in showers for meetings. Yeah. And just say, oh, no, that's not a shower. It's just my white noise to relax. <laughs> my white noise and white sensation just in the shower. You know what I mean? Work, work from home. We should uh, be allowed to work in the shower, shouldn't we? Yeah. True. It wasn't we showing didn't... any, you know, there were videos when everyone was working from home in the pandemic. You couldn't go a week without there being a story about a council meeting that had at least one person masturbating. Yeah. Which, if anything, 
improved the level of enjoyment in council meetings. <laughs> Definitely improved the engagement. Yeah. Yeah. So as long as he's not doing that in the shower. Or even if he is. You've got to clean it somehow. Have you been to a Romanian staff meeting? Is that why it's called a staff meeting? <laughs> in his case? Yeah. Oh. I'm not so sure. No, I'd say. So, well, I mean, if you look, actually, if you compare and contrast, so that's that's him. Yeah. And this is her. She's got a bottle of water. So, actually, we're just arguing about degree. Yeah. Like they're both there with the ability to be wet. It's just, you know, different levels of it. Um, If you show me that photo of him again. Can't get enough, can you? I, uh, yeah, that doesn't make me wet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying I'd look any better in the shower, though. This, this is why I can't judge too much. It does have a whiff of the... You remember playing on Mortal Kombat 1 and 2, where every so often a face would come in from the side and just go, Toasty! <laughs> it's, got, it's got that vibe about it. I never played the game, but I can imagine. No. You're aware of the... Get over here. Toasty! <laughs> so there we go. Better days than Romania days. Yep. And uh, so keep sharing the link, uh, keep chucking some money in the pot. I say keep as if it's happened so far during the show. <laughs> you can chuck some money into our Kofi, it would be appreciated. My final topic is is just another look at the um, the Daily Star, because okay. I run out of time, because as you're right, I've got a baby child at home. It's very tiring, trying to look after everything. And uh, tonight, I'm not actually here. I've got to go to Suffolk to host some business awards in what is the most Alan Partridge Ooh. thing that ever happens in my career. Um <laughs> Ha ha! So I'm going to be shouting Dave quite a lot when I'm in the car park. Um, nice. But while I'm doing that, so instead I just thought, well, look through the Daily Star. There's always something to give us some jokes in the Daily Star, isn't there? So let's get my, where's my Daily Star section gone to? Um, so this one, one of their main stories on uh, the app. Partner had orgies and hot tub romps while I was away. I found used condoms. So I think the message from that is if you're having hot tub romps, yeah. don't use condoms. Come on, think about it. If anything, you're making sure that you won't get caught. Take precautions and don't use condoms because mm -hmm. I'm just trying to help you out here. You're really you got to play on the safe side of things. I know it seems yeah. like it's ruining the vibe, but play safe. And please, whatever you're doing, don't use condoms. Um, then there's another story from there. And the reason I've, I've got a screenshot of this is this is someone who's been in the Chad, which is the local newspaper in Mansfield and Ashfield, where I write a newspaper column. And um, by the way, last week's newspaper column was about food waste just before food shortages kicked in. <laughs> I've never been more out of step with the rest of society. And I still have an, a mini disc player in that drawer. So this woman's been in the local newspaper that I write um, columns in and she's in the Daily Star. Rebecca Goodwin or Godwin, I can't remember. But she says, I went from food stamps to OnlyFans fame, but there's a dark side to industry. There's a dark side to an industry that involves sleeping with people on camera. What? Are you sure? Are you sure? But the reason she is in the Chad, the local newspaper, is she's from where I'm from. Wow. She's from my hometown. I know. So we're like two of the biggest, most famous people from where. <laughs> Although I, did, I don't even think I told you this. Um, the local newspaper that I write a column for published a list of the top 20 famous people from Mansfield and Ashfield. Mm -hmm. And obviously at the top, you got like Ed Davey. And you've got, I think, I'm not sure if Richard Bacon was on the list, but that, that would make sense. And then lower down, you get some playwrights. Then lower down from that, you get footballers. I wouldn't even know. And then lower down, it just fucking finishes because I'm not on it. 
I'm not. I'm right. They they could have had a picture of me. They've got one on file for the column every week. But nope. Did not even make the top list in the paper I write for. But it just goes to show that when it comes to Mansfield, there's two ways to get out of there. Mm. One is what the lady did by being on OnlyFans. And, you know, she, she's also on TikTok. She's apparently very funny and does very, very good uh, videos. You should, yeah, check her out. Or you could do it the way that I do which is driving around late at night trying to seek approval from rooms of strangers and then just driving back again. I know who's got less internal strength left after that. I know who sold out more, and I think she's doing pretty well out of this. So good luck to you. You should try doing comedy. There's a dark side to that. Um, also in the same newspaper, they give us this one. Massive £273 million uh, worth of cocaine was stashed with bananas as cartels expand drug empire. That story I put in there just because it's shocking because mm. if you need to know where to get some bananas, then all you need to do is track down <laughs> these people because at the moment, we can't get fruit and veg into the country. It's time to turn to the drug smugglers. We might be onto yep. something here. Um, we can get a story from the print version because I've been trying to prep the radio show, so I bought a copy. 60% of women admit that they fake having a climax. Hmm. And I... Do you know what? No judgment, because I've faked an orgasm in the past. Mm -hmm. um, it was the only way I could get that mugging to stop. Then there's, and that's why I was banned from Tesco. I, think <laughs> I was, was going to say. Yeah, I think it was weird. If anything, they should have banned the mugger. But yeah. It turns out not when you do it that way. And uh, is this finally, I think this is, fi this is the final one. This lad ends up in the newspaper. Uh, he loves Burger King and he's... He orders UK's biggest Whopper, £54 worth of all of those burgers. Like, hold most of the relish. Look at that. It's just burgers between two baps. 6,000 calories. Although I, I do take one issue with uh, the idea that it's the UK's biggest Whopper. I think the UK's biggest Whopper is that Boris Johnson said he got Brexit done. Back to the original point. Well done. Circular well, writing. Well-crafted, well-written show. <laughs> I'd certainly put money in the Kofi. I won't. I mean, I, if, if Rishi Sunak can stand there and say, this is that ideal thing for Northern Ireland, then I can say this is a well-crafted show. Well-crafted. Look at that. The hours we spent thinking about writing this. There we go. So, uh, yeah, I think that we've learned how we've solved the problem. The way yeah. to get fruit and veg is drug dealers. Yep. And the good thing is, if I think, I mean, I'm not as experienced with cocaine as you are, but if you have enough cocaine, you lose your, you're not hungry anymore. True. Why? <laughs> well, Why do I have lots of? Because well, I, I don't have any experience with cocaine. And I'm a chemist. You're from the north. I'm a, I'm a trained chemist. You're, ba yeah, you're the, you're the, um, oh, what's his name from Breaking Bad? You're, you're like Breaking Bad, yeah. dude. Do you know what that? As Walter a, as White. A, You're the Walter White of this duo. Yeah. As as a qualified chemist, as someone who did, you know, that was my subject at university. It is, that show has just ruined what it's been like to be a chemist. Because as soon as someone finds out that's what you, you trained in, people go, <laughs> Breaking Bad. <gasps> yeah. Which, to be fair, in, in that, I mean, I've never watched it because it would be, why would I watch it? You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's like a documentary for you. Exactly. Yeah. But in that, you can take things like the, the source chemical of um, Sudafed, so like pseudoephedrine or whatever it is, mm -hmm. and you can convert that into methamphetamine. I believe that's what it mm -hmm. is.
but as you say, I've got a baby boy at home, so I'm constantly getting new colds. So I've had to try and work out how to turn meth back into Sudafed. Yeah. It's the only way to try and keep my pipes clean. That's what you're doing in the shed most of the time. Most of the time. I'm doing a, yeah. I'm, I'm making bad. <laughs> it's a good show. Uh, I know, but it's just such a, my life is just, oh, Breaking Bad. Yep, it's the one thing they teach you in three years of chemistry. Well, I've been living here for 23 years from Seattle, and the number of people that go, oh, Frasier. One episode was filmed in Seattle. It was all filmed in the studio lot in L.A. One time they came to Seattle, and when they did film in Seattle, traffic was a nightmare. Oh, so you resent them for it. Yeah. (laughs) One time. And now they're bringing it back. Because he's doing it with John Cleese or something. I don't know. It's another relaunch of some show. But uh, it's just going to ruin traffic again. Yeah. That's what we should have done. We should have taken years off from doing this. So people might have been excited about us coming back rather than those guys. Why are you still doing that show? Which tends to be the response we get when people hear that we're doing it. I think that we could tell people that we've been gone and come back and no one would know the difference. Nice. Not a bad. Yeah. All right. Next week we could relaunch. Yep. Well, next week, uh, I can't do a show. So. Okay, well, then that is a break. So the week after, we actually can relaunch it. We can relaunch. Like what series? Frasier. What season will that be? We used to have seasons. Yeah, I've not updated the seasons for a long while. But it is weird that this is this is a show that is technically listed on IMDb. <laughs> I had a lot of time well, we in one on of those lockdowns. Two episodes in Amazon, remember? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. We used to be on Amazon Prime. <laughs> Is it still there? No, I think they did a purge of what they considered things that weren't of high enough quality. Oh, dare they. Bastards. Right. I mean, judging us for not being high quality, have you seen some of the Liam Neeson films they put on there? Oh, don't say that. But have you watched um, right. any of those films? None of them move the needle no, and they're all like, not. oh, he's out for vengeance, is he? He's out for vengeance. Hey, oh. Good at something, you stick with it. Yeah. Yeah. But in, there's always, he's always got a job which has nothing to do with vengeance. And then something goes wrong in his life, and then it's time to... Like, there was a lorry driver one, and he drives a lorry, and then things go weird, and he's out for vengeance. And then, was he a postman or something, another one? He's an air conditioning repairman, and then someone gets killed, and he's out for vengeance, freezes him to death, or some... That's not a film yet, but I tell you what, now I've said it out loud, someone will write that down, pitch it to Liam Neeson, and he'll be like, I think I will. It's just come up on my recommended for you on Amazon Prime. That's how quickly they can make them. Wow. Liam Neeson in Chillbox. <laughs> there you go. Copyright that. It's got a specific set of skills, mainly repairing air conditioning units. <laughs> icy, icy skills. Um, yeah, well, I better go find out because the dog never came back, which is kind of concerning. Yeah, probably watching Amazon Prime. Yep. There we Liam go. Neeson is a dog walker until one of the dogs goes missing. It'll be weird that phone call with the dog. I don't know who you are. Oh, hi. (laughs) Uh, That was a good impression. Impression. Um, Of the dog. So, yeah. So we'll be, yeah, we've got to take next week off and then we'll be back the week after that. Or whichever comes first. Actually, no, whichever comes second. Yeah, second. Yeah. So until next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for watching this from Comic Solving Problems. And if you feel like it, go ahead and like the video. Or subscribe commitment